0: guys, Coast to Coast Studios, your host for Behind the Grams, where we jump some of the stories, the motivations, and inspirations behind what we do as creators, artists, entrepreneurs, or anyone in general chasing a dream. Today we have special guest, Marcus Bazan. He is a real estate guru, father, husband, realtor, leader, and student. His Instagram is amazing, Bazan Real Estate Group, the number one source for real estate content. Voted by, uh, I'm sure, a lot of many people. Thank you, Marcus, for coming on the show
1: behind the grams and giving us your time. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Travis.
0: Heck yeah. How's your day going?
1: It's going great, man. Just working away, just in the home office here with my son, five months old. Nice, nice. Where are you based out of? I'm based out of Modesto, California, here in the Central Valley. Oh, nice. Whereabouts is that? Uh, it's, it's a little bit, it's about an hour south of Sacramento, a couple hours north of Los Angeles so we're okay pretty much northern california Mm -hmm. beautiful how's the weather up there been Uh, been good lately uh it's been it's been spotty man it's been pretty bad uh pretty good Mm -hmm. but can't complain we're not snowed in or anything
0: heck yeah same same here i'm right down here in orange county the weather has also been spotty a little rainy but but it's beautiful and we need the rain let's jump right into behind the grams tell us a little bit about yourself marcus what you do where you come from and how you got to where you are today
1: yeah i'm a self-made entrepreneur uh In real estate for a few years now. This is actually my third year, Um, and I love what I do. Yeah, being in real estate, uh, being involved in sales. So, just kind of backtracking before I was in real estate, I was an owner operator of three cell phone stores with my older brother when I was 16 years old. Um, Wasn't really into public school, was taken out of public school, put into independent studies. So, got my taste of sales that way with being our own business owners. Went through the trials and tribulations of being an entrepreneur at an early age. So I got hooked on it, went to go work a couple W2 jobs, never really liked them, um, did some warehouse, did some uh, work for Amazon and Safeway distribution and never really liked the whole dynamic of, uh, you know, blaming someone else other than yourself for productivity and not goals. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I went back to sales, got my real estate license, uh, joined up in uh, 2017, was my first full year And I did great. And every single year after that, up until now, I've been doubling my business. So that's phenomenal. Making a difference in people's lives, you know, making sure that I'm, that I'm there. That's what's most important to me. Absolutely. Let's jump back a little bit. I meant, I know you mentioned some, you had some hardships and a lot of us
0: business owners or even anybody in general in life go through those hardships. Tell us a little bit. Let's dig into that a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what happened and, and how you learned from that.
1: You know, um, with the cell phone stores, you know, being business owners, you know, I was really the conservative, you know, I was uh, just to kind of put things into perspective. I was a kid. I was a chubby kid. I was pretty, um, pretty shy, not shy, but I didn't like confrontation. I didn't like talking to people, mm-hmm. which, which that's involved in sales a lot. So my brother really took me out of my comfort zone. So personally, I was dealing with a change of uh, the dynamics in my own emotional ability, being able to help you know sell to people customer service mm-hmm. so that side of things and then some of the some of the aspects that were you know out exterior to our business where you know we were robbed a few times wow. um sometimes by even our own employees not robbed to the point where gunpoint but you know stealing phones or stealing merchandise yeah. or you know stuff like that so we had to we had to literally build everything up from the bottom at least twice mm-hmm. and you know, one of the times was actually my own fault. I have to, you know, take full responsibility. My, we were working a late night at our store and every single night when we close up our shop, because we're connected to a taco truck, believe it or not. So, yeah. so we had a kiosk in a taco truck um, eating area, which got a lot of foot traffic, which is why our business was so successful. Uh, keep in mind, me and my brother don't know any Spanish. So here yeah. we are at a taco truck stand, kiosk, you know, making our, making our way. And when we closed up that night, I had put away, you know, MacBooks, phones, about $10,000 worth of merchandise in our car at home every night. Um, Long story short, car gets stolen, all the merchandise gone, car gets stripped, found in a different city, and all because I left the door unlocked. Oh, no. So, you know, just taking that full pressure, responsibility, you know, just absolutely no insurance on any of our merchandise. You know, we're young. Mm-hmm. Not thinking of things like that, yeah. You're not um, thinking
0: into the future,
1: man. We broke down, we broke down, and and a couple of days after that, we were scammed for our last few hundred dollars. So, oh, no, I, I, I remember sitting in a parking lot waiting for him to, um, you know, do a transaction. The guy ends up taking off with the money, not giving us the phones, and we both just kind of broke down. I remember that day very clearly. Mm-hmm. And... You know we, we picked up you know some way, somehow we picked ourselves up, we got a loan from my grandmother for a hundred dollars to buy some phones at the store, mm-hmm. had no merchandise, and we started rebuilding again wow. so um, really building a tolerance for failure and for taking responsibility of, of failures um, that's really helped me propel into this career in real estate. you know we deal with that on a daily basis wow, that's
0: phenomenal, and looking back, i mean. That must have been such a hard time going through. Looking back, are you grateful that it happened?
1: Yeah, no, I I owe, I owe a lot of my success to my experiences with my brother, um, and then not only that, my dad, my father. He was, you know, he has two felonies on his record. He was a gang member for many years, and he went from having a third felony, going to jail for life, um, getting getting that taken off his record. He got, you know, he was freed, and turned his life to God. And he worked for some of the biggest companies. He was a team leader at Microsoft. He worked for IBM. He was a computer engineer, went back to school. Um, So my dad really went from a full 180 from the game life and then putting us in a private school at a young, young age Mm -hmm. and showing us that entrepreneurial way. So I think, you know, indirectly, my dad really paved the way. when He taught my brother computers and phones and whatnot.
0: And also what not to do, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. And my brother took that and tried to make his own thing and brought me into it. So it's 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 layers. It's layers of of examples.
0: Life happens f- to, uh, for you, not to you. you know.
1: Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, so you can't. No, no one's really self-made. It all comes down from your parents and outside sources that that basically inherently change you and provide the example for you, you know? Yeah, 100%. 2019
0: is a big year for me. I'm super excited for it. I'm sure you are as well.
1: What are some of the short-term goals that you want to accomplish? Uh, Short-term goals that I want to accomplish, uh, we're getting ready here to, I'm 23 years old, so we're getting ready here to purchase our first home. Wow. Um, Wow. So we're getting ready to purchase our first home. We are, um, on top of that, I just created my corporation for my real estate business, So getting my fiance involved into real estate, she's getting her license right now. We're going to be a team. Um, Those are some of the short-term goals here in the next couple months where I want to just hit the ground running yeah, double the production from last year and get a team going. More freedom. You know, that's the goal.
0: Absolutely. Financial freedom, you know, and it's
1: not always just about
0: financial freedom. It's just being able to have the opportunity to give other people opportunities
1: also. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I get told, you know, the busier you get, the less time you have, but I think it's, it comes down to efficiency.
0: Yeah. Efficiency. It's, it's all, it all choices, you know, the busier you get or the richer you get, they say you're always busy. Now those yep. rich people could hire a CEO to do what they do, make less money and spend more time with it. You know, it all comes down to choices.
1: Yeah. Just you, know, they,
0: you can work less and spend more time with your family if you choose to, you know, but a lot you're of not. people don't do that. A lot of people strive to be a lot bigger than, what their visions began to be.
1: Yeah. It just comes down to paying it forward and mm-hmm. just being selfless. And, and that, that's all it really, And in my being in the business I am in, in real estate, we're in the business of servitude, you know, yes. servitude, meaning that we, we, I'm always at service of other people. So exactly. you, ha- you have to be selfless. You have to understand what your personal goals are. Don't mm-hmm. side of the important factors of life, which is your family, your personal health, your mental health. But, also, make sure that you're not only just thinking about yourself, you're in a position where you're impacting people's ability to purchase and sell real estate, and that may directly correlate to where their family ends up at. You know, you're putting kids in schools, you're putting families in different parts of the, the area, so exactly, understanding your career. You're not, not- there
0: just to make money, you're, there. You're, you're changing somebody's course of their life.
1: Yep, so I take that, especially being a father, you know, I take that very very seriously
0: that's amazing that's amazing your attention to detail jumping into that there's a lot of real estate there's a lot of realtors there's a lot of competition in your group what are some of the big topics and key points that you feel substantially set yourself apart from other people in the
1: industry um my passion Mm -hmm. i think uh a lot of, you know, I was there when I first started in real estate. You got it. You got to get going. You got to get some transactions. You're more focused on the sale than you are the clients. Exactly. Um, but building a customer, a customer service reputation that's beyond anybody else, understanding that if you go all in into the customer's needs, that's what sets me apart. Um not only that, I was just awarded. So, the California Association of Realtors—we have our own association within California. Mm-hmm. Um, I was awarded the Rising Star Award last year, um, just considering how new I am to the business and how much production I've been putting out. So there's mm-hmm. about 14 recipients mm-hmm. among the state, and I was one of them. So, you know, as far as accolades and accomplishments, that's one thing. But something that really sets me apart is just my hunger. To Rather than be a leader and understand that I'm, I'm someone who is to be reckoned with when it comes to production and whatnot, I think just being a leader and helping others succeed, that's what sets me apart. I don't wow. I don't believe there is competition in our market because there's so many people, so many connections out there. And it's
0: only growing. The market's only growing.
1: It's only growing. People think we're in a market that's going downside. I'm thinking, no, it's, it's of abundance. So I have an abundance mindset where there is no competition. I want other realtors to succeed. And I'm in a position to help them do that. That's amazing. That's amazing. Jumping into
0: some of the motivation, I think motivation is very key, and especially in the morning routine. What are some of your biggest morning motivations that keep you driven to stay on, stay on the
1: path, stay driven towards your goals? Uh, keep the dad bod off. That's my <laughs> <good point. laughs> yeah. yeah, that's got to be my biggest one. Um, you know, your your health is your wealth. So mm-hmm. I think that you know every every morning. Um, today was actually the first morning I didn't do it. So you caught me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so actually, yeah. Every morning I get up at 4 a.m. Um, I go to the gym, do my morning workout, and then I do another morning. So I'm, I'm at the gym for about three hours from 4 a.m. to about 7 a.m. Okay. Um, so I do a couple workouts, hit trainings. I think that's important to, take, to keep discipline and hmm Considering that our health is our wealth and we have to understand that no matter how successful you get or how rich you get, You have to understand that you got to be in a position where you're going to be living. So once you finally reach that pinnacle point, that you actually have time and you have the health to enjoy it.
0: Exactly. There's a big difference between being rich and being of wealth. Absolutely. You know, wealth is all around family, life, happiness, health, and financial freedom, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Long-term goals. Those are some amazing motivations, some amazing short-term goals to accomplish this year? What are some of your long-term goals that you'd like to really gain the full fulfillment of your life?
1: Yeah. I want to, so my, 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 long-term goals is I want to own, I want to own about 10. I want to, I want to create passive income. Um, so similar to most of my clients I work with, I work with a few investors. I see their portfolios. I see how much properties they manage. And I surround myself with people who are living in abundance and, and having all of their investments pay for their cost of living. So mm-hmm. That's my long-term goal. And that's why I love real estate. You get to see people that are doing much less than you, but also people who are doing much, much better than you. Yeah. So you get to see both sides of the spectrum. You get to see what not to do. I've seen people in foreclosures, people who make a ton of money, but they spend it. They have no money in their accounts. So yeah. in real estate, I really get to see what you shouldn't do and what you should. Mm-hmm. So my, my personal long-term goals would be to have 10 rental properties before I turn 30. Um, so wow. 10 rental properties, that's my goal. Um, so mm-hmm. about one each year, one or two. And mm-hmm. on top of that, um, annual goals, I want to keep doubling my production. Uh, my goal this year is to do 50 transactions, quarter million, and net commission. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my goal there. And then just make sure that I spend quality time with my family. Absolutely. You know, once a week, putting Sunday aside, at least one day a week, you know, or every couple weeks, just going out, spending time with family, mm-hmm. making sure that I'm on top, just trying to play the balancing act.
0: You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, that's a big part of it. And jumping back a little bit, you mentioned, you know, you learn from a lot of people's failures. That's not just pertaining into the real estate industry, you know, no matter what industry you're at, you should be reaching out and, and you don't always have to learn from your failures. You can learn from other people's mistakes. And that's a huge thing that i love from this show is i ask like what is your biggest failure and and after doing a thousand episodes i'm going to learn a lot of people's
1: failures and i'm going to know the things yeah. to stay away from you know so how many how, and what's your what's your goals as far as your long term um is have you done a thousand episodes so far
0: no so i have so i own a production company coast to coast studios originally from boston i have a, a studio in salt lake city and also here oh great so so i videographer photographer i started i was a photographer and been traveling the country for the past five years and i picked up videography and dived into that started creating content media when i came here to los angeles to open up my new studio wow i was like how can i set myself apart in the industry i want to build connections and relationships without having to sell a product or a service so i created a show behind the grams where i dig into the stories who doesn't like to talk about themselves
1: you know, <laughs> right. who doesn't
0: like to talk about their passions and, and spread their word and spread their message. So I created that as a marketing campaign at first. I was like, I was shooting a lot of music videos out here and I was like, how can I market and network to to different people and build the relationship? Because I'm way more likely to make a sale after I sit down and interview somebody, you know, right? and build that personal connection. And I also get to create content that inspires other people. And that's really what started to change a, it started growing out of a marketing campaign into something that I was becoming very passionate about. And it was also gaining me these connections. So for season two, you see the video version. There's a lot of work that goes into those episodes. And my goal for season two is to get as many CEOs, blue check marks, celebrities or influencers onto the show to really provide a lot of value. I want the show's guests net worth to add up to one billion dollars so that's that's a huge goal for this year and these podcasts so so i started the show doing the video episodes and i did about 40 episodes 30 made the cut and i've started releasing season two with a lot of these big guests right and i was like this takes a lot of work i don't want to cut anybody out just because i'm doing big people now right you know you see a lot of podcasts or or platforms as soon as they blow up, they cut everybody else off. And I didn't want to be that guy, you know? So I created the podcast where everybody else would go. Everybody else would tell their stories. And if they would like the opportunity to be on their show, they can pay to be on the show.
1: Right, right. And
0: so that's really that's what, I've, what I've been building with the show. And I love having the opportunity. So my goal for this year is, yes, 500 to 1,000 podcasts and as many video episodes that I could possibly
1: I think it's, I think it's great what you're doing, man. I think I, it's nothing that I've been a part of at all. And, you Mm -hmm. know, just being able to, you know, sit down and not sit down with you, but be on the phone with you or do the podcast with you and share my story along with hearing yours. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the business, man. Just paying it forward, doing the thing.
0: Something I would, I would definitely challenge you to do this year is start your own podcast. You could be a realtor reaching out to potential home buyers and asking them some of the struggles that they're facing. Like, there's a lot of realtors out there, and let's be real, it's hard to for a, a potential client to know who to trust, you know, and
1: right. if they
0: could sit down with you on the phone and and actually talk to you about those, some of those troubles, and other people could tune into the podcast and and learn a little bit and also, "Hey, this is me, I'm a realtor. I forgot right. to tell you, you know and like that's it's really just a a marketing plan for you also, and you can also provide a lot of insight. Content and knowledge to the, the people that view it.
1: Absolutely, I think that's great. I was thinking about you know I was calling I was thinking about calling my podcast the League of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs.
0: Heck yeah, heck <laughs> and, yeah.
1: You know you know interviewing entrepreneurs, but I did not even think about the aspect of interviewing potential home buyers or home yeah. sellers.
0: Well, it, it could. It, I mean, I th- I always think of things like money, you know. So I always yeah. at the beginning I was trying to, and still now, you know, I'm a content creator. I haven't interviewed one person who doesn't at the end of the day need content. Right. And at the end of every podcast, I say, how can I be of value to you? And do you know anybody that could be of value to me? You know, that's all you have to do and ask. Hey, little guy. He's joining the podcast. <laughs> yeah, huh? he does. He wants to get on it. <laughs> Heck yeah! Well, I thank you for your time. One last question: if, for the viewers listening, there's a lot of hustlers out there. There's a lot of people pushing towards their passions, and there's a lot of them going through some difficult, hard times. What is one thing that you would say to really inspire someone to keep pushing towards their goals and and what they believe
1: in? Gosh, don't don't focus on the don't focus on the outcome. Mm-hmm. Focus on the daily productivity. Wow.
0: That's phenomenal.
1: That, that would be my biggest thing. Just focus on the day-to-day tasks. Break your, break your goals down to an an, to not only an annual, but break it down to a monthly, break it down to a weekly, break it down to an hourly goal mm-hmm. of what you need to do to accomplish your annual goals and go all in. Focus on the productivity.
0: Wow, that's phenomenal. Marcus, I really want to thank you for your time and for the viewers tuning in. I really encourage you to go check out his Instagram, at Bazan Real Estate Group. It's got a lot of, a lot of optional Awesome motivational, you know, quotes in here. A lot of lot of knowledge and value that he's pushing out. Thank you, Marcus, for joining joining the behind the grams, and thank you for your support.
1: No, thanks, Travis. I appreciate
0: it. Absolutely. Have yourself a great day. You too. Right. Bye bye.